In the book that I wrote, The Art of Self-Promotion, I talk about what I call sanctioned self-promotion opportunities, the times when you know it's okay to talk about yourself. So in broad terms, those include when you're interviewing for a job, when you are networking, when you are brand building internally, or when you are developing a client base. Welcome to One Next Step, the most practical business podcast in the world, helping you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence with tips and tools you didn't get in business school. Here are your hosts, Trisha Shortino and Lisa Zeveld. Welcome to One Next Step, the practical business podcast that helps you run your business so it stops running you. I'm Trisha. And I'm LZ. In today's episode, we're focusing on an issue almost all business owners face. How can I promote my business and myself without feeling arrogant and self-centered? Today, we're joined by Debbie Stone, the founder and CEO of Novator Partners, an executive coaching and leadership development consultancy. She's also the author of The Art of Self-Promotion, a fabulous book designed to help leaders learn how to transform their careers by promoting themselves authentically, gracefully, and confidently. Man, I love those three words. You know, something about promoting ourselves always feels a little uncomfortable and even a bit sleazy. But it's such an important tool to spread our message and build our client base. Debbie has great ideas on how to get over our discomfort and promote it in a way that is tasteful, professional, and connects with others instead of turning them off. This is such a great topic, and I can't wait to chat more with Debbie about it. So let's dive in. Welcome to the One Next Step podcast, Debbie. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you, Trisha. It's wonderful to be here. Yay! Okay. Gosh, I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Yes. But before we get started, we have a we have a fun icebreaker question for you. So, if you were a superhero, what superpowers would you prefer? It's flight, invisibility, mind reading. What would you want your superpower to be? So, I've got to go with mind reading. If nothing else, it would make my job as an executive coach so much easier. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say mind reading. <laughs> Think of all those questions I wouldn't have to ask. But then I also thought about the fact that it would really help me at home. I can only imagine how easy it would be to live with my husband <laughs> if I knew what he was thinking. <laughs> I think it might be a little scary, right? When, it might be. I, I would like it, but I'd have to find when I could shut it off or have a filter. There was a movie about this, right? About mind reading and uh, the woman who could read men's minds. It was a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want a filter of only the things that were like professional because, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. can you imagine? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, and I certainly wouldn't want anybody reading my mind. (laughs) Like, could you wear armor? Could you have like a special like helmet? I think I've seen that uh... in some in some sci-fi movie. Like, yeah, if you had a helmet on Mm -hmm. or something. It's like Magneto. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that that's that's a good one. That is a good one. Dangerous, but good. Dangerous, but good. I think the other fun one would be flight. Or, you know, have you seen the movie Jumper? I think that's what it was called. Yes. And yeah. um, and he was basically like a time traveler, 
And so he mm-hmm. could um, basically say like, hey, I want to be in Paris right now. And he would jump over there because I love travel mm-hmm. and I, I love seeing family and friends. And mm-hmm. goodness, sometimes the travel, the, the time to get there is exhausting. Can you imagine just being able to think yeah. about it and to be there? That'd be so cool. Yes, that teleporting thing would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I don't You're know. You're not for I'm, me that. I know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of down with like super strength. Like I just want to be Thor. I want to have like a big hammer. (laughs) That's so funny. That I can, look, I could swirl it around, you know, how Thor does. And it takes him, it would take me to Paris. (laughs) All right. Okay. So let's start with the basics, Debbie. What are some of the common reasons people push back against self-promotion? This is actually a big thing for me. So I'm really curious. I think women, right? I'd love to hear your perspective on women specifically even. Yeah. So, so let's start broad and just talk about why most people have some resistance. And the real reason is because we have these mindsets that we hold about self-promotion or people who are self-promoters. And the mindsets that we hold typically come from how we were brought up, our culture, school, um, religious institutions, just people around us who have maybe programmed into us that we don't want to brag or talk too much about ourselves. And almost everyone has had at least one, probably more, encounters with the person that I call the over-promoter. That really obnoxious person who comes into the room and literally just sucks all the air out. And we don't want to be that person. And so that causes us to be resistant to talking about ourselves, telling our stories and promoting ourselves. Women in particular do find this even more challenging than our male counterparts. There have been some Harvard Business Review articles written Mm. about the gender gap in self-promotion. And when men and women do the same job and do it at the same level of competence, women typically rate themselves about a third lower. Hmm. And so when they talk about themselves, they talk about themselves far less glowingly, even though their performance was the same as their male counterpart. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think we've talked about this a little bit. Um, You know, Trisha, for our listeners out there, they know that Trisha is from New York. Um, I'm from the South. And just uh, the differences on communication just in different regions of our country where I feel like, you know, Southerners tend to be, you know, more polite. Now, some people will say pretend to be more polite or whatever, but but definitely kind of, you know, um, are taught. I would say that I was taught really not to do too much self-promotion, right? It's all about right. the other person, not really about you. So um, I like how you brought that up because I think that does play into it. And the regional differences are real within our country. Definitely Northeast, California tend to be more self-promote promotion friendly than the South. And then the other real differences I've seen culturally are in different parts of the world. I do some work with international students, engineering students, and, you know, in some of the other cultures, it is really frowned upon. But then if you move to the United States and you want to be successful, right, you need to adopt a mindset about self-promotion that really aligns with our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Because in my mind, and maybe this is, I'm, I'm maybe slightly more comfortable because I, I am for the Northeast. I never really thought about it as geography. Maybe it was my, just my dad <laughs> modeling his behavior. But um, I guess I frame it sometimes as just being an advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to 
to put the word self-promotion around. I never really thought of it that way. I've always kind of said to myself, oh, I'm going to advocate for myself because nobody else will. Mm -hmm. Right. So I look at it as taking care of me and making sure that what I get is right and just and fair because I'm advocating for myself. So that's the twist I've always used on it. And that's such an empowering mindset. So notice the difference between if you're thinking to yourself, I'm going to advocate for myself so that I get what's what's fair for me versus if your mindset is, ooh, it's really not nice to talk about myself. It's about the other person. Yeah, right. Totally different set of actions that you'll take depending on which mindset you're holding. Yeah, which is why I've learned so much from Trisha. (laughs) (laughs) She can advocate for herself and I'm learning how to be more kind. (laughs) So we have a yin and a yang going on. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're becoming a well-rounded people. Yeah. Well, so how do you know, you know, when you should or shouldn't self-promote? Are there guardrails or markers or times when people should or shouldn't kind of step into it? Well, in the book that I wrote, The Art of Self-Promotion, I talk about what I call sanctioned self-promotion opportunities, the times when you know it's okay to talk about yourself. And there, it's ex- expected and accepted for you to do that. And so in broad terms, those include when you're interviewing for a job, mm-hmm. when you are networking, building a, a set of contacts, when you are brand building internally, or when you are developing a client base. So in those situations, and as well as in performance reviews, In those situations, people really expect you to have something to say about who you are, what you do, and how you do it. So it's it's important to be ready in those situations. Mm -hmm. But then there are a million other different opportunities where you need to be ready, whether it's sitting next to somebody on a plane now that we're going to all be traveling again, or (laughs) yeah, I know, (laughs) meeting somebody at exercise class, at a neighborhood barbecue. There are all sorts of opportunities. Mostly what I tell people is that you have to really use your emotional intelligence and read the situation. If you're in a business context already, it's almost always acceptable to talk about something that you're doing, that you're excited about, that your team is engaged in or that your company is doing and to be ready to do that. You know, when you're in a more personal or, you know, neighborhood kind of situation, then it's a little bit trickier because you want to really read the situation and not go into a 20 minute conversation about what you do and your work if that's really not appropriate. But again, anytime somebody says, so, you know, what do you do for a living or what's your business or when you're not here, what are you engaged in? It's a great opening to share just a snippet about who you are and what you do. kind of mentioned building your brand. So I, but what about social media? That's been a real struggle for me. And of course, part of the reason is because everybody has an opinion on social media, right? (laughs) That they're not hiding behind. No. I mean, right. So people, people are happy to say something on social media wouldn't dare say to your face. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So social media, I think is one of those areas that's a little tricky because depending upon the use of your social media, right? It could be for building a brand or building a a list, a contact list, or it 
could be a family Facebook. Like, how do we know when's the right moment to self-promote on social media? Well, certainly if it's if it's related to your business, either it's a LinkedIn account for you personally or for your company or a Facebook account for your company, then it's always the right time to be letting people know who you are, what you do, and how you do it. One of the key mindsets that I think it, effective self-promoters always hold is this idea that rather than thinking about it as selling yourself, think about it as sharing information. Mm -hmm. It's about storytelling. And there's no way for people to make an informed decision about you or about your business or about whether they want to work with you if they don't know the information that they need that makes you credible or makes your business something that they would be interested in. And so I think about it as information sharing. And if the information is current and relevant and interesting, then it's appropriate to share it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I like how you spoke. I like how you use the word credible, mm-hmm. you know, that you are ideally that's probably what you're trying to do when you're on social media, whether it's from a personal brand or a business, but you're trying to build credibility. So putting that information out there is really to serve the audience, even though sometimes it could feel like you're, it's very self-promoting. So kind of twisting that mindset is a big one. It is. It is. You definitely, the credibility piece is so important because we like to listen to or attach ourselves to people who are credible. And if we don't find somebody credible, we're going to dismiss whatever they post or say pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think sometimes what happens is a lot of individuals will see somebody's maybe self-promotion as, you know, being braggadocious, right? Maybe they're talking about their success and they don't really see it as you're, you're, you know, being credible and you're sharing your knowledge. Yeah. And so language is really important too. You know, one of the things I, I say is don't do the false humility thing. I'm so humbled to have gotten this honor. Just say, I got this honor. Be be proud about it because that's more authentic. And we tend to connect better when people are simply being authentic. Mm-hmm. And so the when I see people doing the sort of false modesty thing, it it if you're going to announce something, announce it, own it. We pay a lot of money to hear motivational speakers tell us about the great things that they've done. We get inspired by seeing what other people have accomplished. And so it's really there's no shame in saying. I was honored with this, or I've been asked to do this, and to just own it out there as opposed to trying to downplay it in a way that feels perhaps inauthentic to the person who's reading the post. That is really good. Right there. But sometimes <laughs> I am nugget. humbled, Debbie. Yeah. Sometimes I truly am humbled. So that's why I say that. You I'm are. guilty of that, but I am truly yeah. humbled by it. So yeah. and 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 that is that is absolutely legitimate yeah. and knowing you even just the little bit that I do, I would read it if you wrote mm-hmm. that as truly humble yeah. in a real way. In a real way. <laughs> so it would be authentic coming from you. But what I what I always come back to is if you feel the need inside to to be humble, then that baked in sense of humility, that groundedness, mm-hmm. which is where the word humility comes from. It comes from the Latin word humilitas, which is to be grounded. Hmm. That baked in sense of humility will balance your self-promotion efforts. Mm-hmm. So you're, you are not one of the people we should be afraid of becoming an over-promoter. 
Right. The people who never think about coming across as humble or being careful not to be bragging, those are the people we need to worry about. Right. right. They, they have no emotional intelligence to your point that that's, it, right. there, there's no awareness whatsoever. Yeah. Right. And yeah. we all know those people. I'm sure you can think of somebody right now and it, it's cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. We don't want to be cringeworthy, nor do we want any of our listeners to be cringeworthy. So everybody listens to these steps, right? Because if they do this right, so let's talk about the benefits, right? If you can do this right, if you can self-promote right, what are the benefits? So as I mentioned, you know, people cannot make an informed decision about your business or what you do unless they know what they need to know. And we can't rely on other people to tell our stories for us. It would be a wonderful world if we could all just Mm. sit back and do what we do and other people would evangelize and advertise and market for us. But that's not how it works. So yeah, it would be really great. (laughs) We try to pay people to do that, but it doesn't work very (laughs) well. Sometimes that that works a little bit, but, but at the end of the day, it's our story. We are the people who tell it the best. We are the people who are most interested in our careers, in our businesses, in where we're heading, what our goals are. And so we can speak to who we are and what we do and how we do it better than anyone else. So if we do that well, then our brands are built, our credibility builds, people will know who we are, what we do, what our organizations do. And as a result, business will increase we will have the ability to be known as who we are and for what we do. And there's nothing better than that um, for people to have you top of mind and to have you top of mind associated with the aspects of the brand that you want. Yeah. And I, I love how you say that really truly is pointing back to, you know, growing your brand, growing your business you know, for those of us who have faith, right, you know, we feel like God is giving us this talent, this skill set. And, you know, for me, that's really helping me get over the whole self-promotion thing. Like, I I have a great talent that I need to share. And so it's not actually about me anymore. It's about how can I help others with it? And if I don't share it, then I'm actually stealing the opportunity from somebody else. Absolutely. I love that way of thinking about it, because so often we think that, you know, from a faith standpoint, we have to be humble and not shine any light on ourselves, always shine the light on other people. But as you said, then it deprives people of knowing what we do and how we might be able to serve them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Well, what would you recommend for somebody maybe to start doing today um, from a self-promotion perspective? What's maybe some easy steps they could start doing? Sure. So the very first thing to do is to examine your mindsets. What is the thought process that you go through when you think about talking about yourself or telling your story or self-promotion and start to shift into a more empowering mindset, maybe like Trisha's um, (laughs) about advocating for yourself. And that's really the place to start. If you're already in a more empowering mindset, start to think about your brand. What is it that you want people to think of either when they hear your name or your business's name? And think about the things that you would want to share so that as people get to know you, they do associate you with those adjectives that describe your brand. Yeah, I think, right, most people don't think of it in the context of the adjectives, which I think is so such a compelling way to look at it. 
when you're framing up, you know, how you're self-promoting or how you're putting yourself on the market? Like, what are the adjectives that you want people to walk away with going, oh, that brand or that person is X, Y, Z. And then, and then filtering through that. Am I showing up the, representing these adjectives the way I had planned to, and it, does it align with the brand? And Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And all the stories that you tell or our anecdotes that you share should line up with those adjectives that define the brand that you're building. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say the authentic part of that is if you have too many adjectives, then people really aren't sure which direction you're going in, right? Like if you're great at all of these things, that's awesome. But maybe you want to focus in on a couple that you're really seeking that Mm. self-promotion and looking to grow your business or help grow your organization. Definitely. And, and knowing yourself and knowing that you can't be all things to all people um, is really an important part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, Debbie, I already feel better about (laughs) self-promotion. Yay! One down. One down. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us today and um, just sharing all of your knowledge. Um, You know, it is awesome to have really smart, kind and humble folks like you to join our podcast. And so we're thrilled that you joined us and imparted some knowledge on us. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure. And I really appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation with you both about this. Yes, I loved it. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Debbie brought so much goodness today. Oh, my goodness. I loved I, you know, I saw the notes for this. I knew we were going to talk with her. I've actually met with Debbie before, but wow, she was so impressive. She brought the goods. She did. She did. Yeah. Knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Yeah. So what was your takeaway? Yeah. So um, for me, my, my takeaway was probably when she talked about thinking about social media as being informative, Mm -hmm. that it's not self-promoting is information. Like you have a skills, you have a skill set, you have things to share, you have information to share, and that is just the vehicle with which you're sharing that information. If you can look at it that way, then it's easy to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah. So you have to ignore the trolls. The trolls get me. Oh, I hate the trolls. And then the I fake know. accounts. Like, come on. No. And the bot stealers, <laughs> identity thieves. Right. Yes, they're everywhere. Yes. But yeah. We just ignore them. We ignore them. Okay. I'm loving Yeah. I'm yeah. Loving. How about you? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it was actually something that you said. And uh, <laughs> so you could have self-promoted right then and been like, my takeaway. I mean, I was going to after you said, I'm going to let you say your thing and then I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> um, be humble, be humble, no. Um, but no, I, just that you said, you know, if you don't self-promote, right, then, then who is going to do the promotion for you? And, um, and I think that, you know, there are times, and we've kind of talked about regions, where, you know, I can definitely promote myself and talk about it. But I tend to be on the opposite side of really not talking about my accolades and the things I have done. And so I, I just thought that was like a little good epiphany for me. And as I said, you mm-hmm. know, during our time that you've, you've taught me a lot, but I think that's just a good reminder that um, in the appropriate setting to make sure that, you know, I do a little self-promotion, I brag a little. Yeah, like not at your neighborhood barbecue. 
Okay. To her point, <laughs> right? But um, <laughs> all of a sudden, people are going to be writing in going, tell like, her well, to shut up. Let's talk about finances. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah know, know your audience. No, but I, I totally agree. I, you know, yeah. it, we were kind of joking and talking about how I was going to make a comment about being self-promoting to say I liked my <laughs> comment about being an advocate for yourself. Yeah. But, you know, I really do believe that that's, you know, if that's the mindset more people can have, then... Mm-hmm then maybe it's less of a hurdle to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really do feel like we do have to advocate for ourselves. If we're lucky, there are other people in our lives who do it for us or with us. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, it's not the case. Right. And so you got to take care of you, you know, yeah. you got to take care of number one. Well, and I think it's good for our, our you know, female listeners out there um, mm-hmm. hearing this, that it's it's a lot harder for us to do than it is for our our male counterparts. And and that's definitely a societal Mm -hmm. thing that I'm seeing change, especially in, you know, I've got young adult children and they talk about Mm -hmm. it a lot. And I think that's that's a great thing. But I think as as women, we also have to keep in mind that um, that it's important for our careers, it's important for our families, for us to do a little self-promoting. You know, I want to be hugely successful. I'm gonna say it right now. Like that's a goal of mine to be hugely successful and And you are. In order to do that, I need to be able to say, I'm really good at this stuff. Y'all should listen to me. Yes. Yes. Thor hammers for everyone. (laughs) Yes. Thor hammers. Who wants a hammer? Okay? Like, let's go, ladies. Oh, my gosh. That is absolutely amazing. Maybe, maybe, can we we have that? I I shouldn't even promise it. I'm going to be quiet. I don't know. I don't know. There may be a contest in there somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, as always, we have a download for you so that you can take your one next step. This week, Debbie has offered to share a chapter from her book, The Art of Self-Promotion. And y'all, it is so good. So get the free chapter by subscribing to her leadership blog using the link that's in our show notes. You won't regret it, promise. Yes. Oh, and the link to our show notes, if you want to have that link to get those awesome notes with the link to the chapter to her book, please text the phrase one next step to 31996 or visit onenextsteppodcast.com. You'll get access to the resources. You'll get access to the link and the chapter in her book. So thank you guys for joining us today. We will see you next week for another great episode of The One Next Step. That's right. So start by making today count. Thanks for listening to One Next Step. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify. Then join us next time for more practical business tips and tools to help you get more done, grow your business, and lead your team with confidence. For more episodes, show notes, and helpful resources, visit onenextsteppodcast.com.